Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. to another episode of Hooked, the podcast where we give you all the plot hooks that you will need in your RPG game of choice. I'm your host, Ainsley Weber, here with my... I'm going to call you regular co-hosts. Mm. I think that fits. Starting to my left, we have... Tully Grimley. And then... It me, Darcy. And then... Dome, Guilfoyle. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that went better than I expected. I was, I was, I was expecting a, 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 a bigger... A, b- a bigger um, departure this this episode, but thank you for giving me almost actual names. And catch us on the socials for our uh, uh, behind the scenes under the dome. No, I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure what you're implying yeah, there. Like uh, is that a reference to something? What's going on there? I'm just a bit, it's just what's, what's, uh, that show doesn't exist. Or the book. Oh, okay. Okay, good. I'm glad we had this talk. <laughs> so on this podcast, what we do is we give you three plot hooks to use in your game, and we do that by taking inspiration from a Magic the Gathering card, a random word, and then we present it to you in the form of a magic trick. We give you the pledge, which is the seed of the idea, then we turn it into something a bit more a bit more fleshed out, something that you can put into your game, and then the, finally the prestige is how to insert it into a game, what it could mean for your players, etc., etc. So, do any of you feel the need to... The need uh, for speed? The, uh, the need <laughs> for a, uh, a getting-to-know-you question this week. I would greatly appreciate it. I always like getting-to-know-you questions, Zane. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> The three places that I went first up were like, no, I can't say that on a podcast. Mm. Uh, okay, if you if you had to change to a fantasy race, we did this two weeks ago. Man. Come on, no, no, you have to, you have to, you can't be human, oh. or you can't. <laughs> I'm gonna go with changeling. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good one. Yeah. That's really oh, smart. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, that actually is the entire question. Okay. Yeah, no, that's the entire question. Yeah, oh, oh a dwarf. It's the closest thing you can just still really fit. a dwarf. Well, you know, stout, strong. You're so tall, though. Like you're giving up a fairly good advantage in life. Sometimes you know, change. Sometimes you want to be a bit little. You know? Sometimes I want to be a little bearded man. Just, I just want to be little spoon. Sometimes, yeah, tiny spoon. For real, tiny mm. solid spoon. And that's okay. what a dwarf is. Mm. Sure, excellent. Um, I am actually gonna. Gonna go. I'm gonna gonna one up you or one down you here. I reckon a gnome. A gnome, just yes. because you want to speak to the little animals. Uh, it speaks to the little animals, but also they more more time to do things. 
get a chance to uh, be around for longer and to get to know different things. Mm. I wonder mm. gnomes live. Uh, 400, 500, yeah, 400 years. 500 years. I've got bad news about the state of the world for you, Tully. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, they can also live underground. So yes. that'll be useful. I will be a rock gnome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, now that we know everything we need to know about those people. What race would you be, Zane? Yes, Zane. What would you be? Tell us, Zane. Warforged. Okay. <laughs> Asked and answered. I wanted to be a robot. Yes, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Uh, or an air genocide. You know, yeah, yeah. That'd be just that'd be able to fly at will or levitate, really. Mm. But yeah, speak with authority on how to pronounce that name, that word. Just like someone goes, it's just like, oh yeah, I'm, you're a Ganassi, right? And it's just like, oh, excuse him, <laughs> me. That's a slur. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I that's a really Ganassi thing to say. Actually. <laughs> 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 it wasn't that funny. That was a lot. It really wasn't. <laughs> I was just, just I didn't expect guard. it. Yeah. <laughs> Did not expect it. All right. Well, let, let's get into the game, shall we? So I'm going to pass around the uh, the 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 category cards that you so that you can choose which kind of hook you're going to make today, and the random Magic the Gathering card that we're making or that we're that we're taking inspiration from is the Phyrexian Gremlins, and the word is paradox. <laughs> so, who has a pledge for us? Oh, <laughs> oh everyone's blanked. This is I mean, rough We one. just found out what the topic is. Well, uh, let, me, let, me, let me describe the Phyrexian Gremlins then, yeah, shall do, I? Do some filler. <laughs> so, it does, the Gremlins themselves do look a little bit like Gremlins from the movie Gremlins, too much like I'd a little possibly bit. for law for copyright reasons. <laughs> yeah, and they are playing around on some uh, blue and gold machinery, possibly clockwork, possibly steam powered, with some ruins in the background. Um, it looks like they might. It l- could even look a little bit like toys, uh, but we'll 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 uh, we'll see. I've, so got just, one. I've got one. I'm excited. Okay, Darcy's oh, got one. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so mine is an item. And mine is a um, uh, strange, ornate pot uh, with a lid on it, real tight. Uh, I'm still thinking about how to decorate it outside, but I'm thinking uh, sort of metallic, uh, engraved, twisted spirals, um, cogs perhaps. But what you do is when you take the lid off the pot, these little black um, sprites uh, kind of look like dust spill out. and uh, we'll seek out the nearest mechanical or um, uh, designed object and infest it. Okay, so they're, they're, they're infesting it. Does that mean that they're disabling it or consuming it or just residing there? To be revealed. Okay, <laughs> all right. So we have some bl- uh, a pot full of black sprites. Mm-hmm. Who has uh, another pledge? I've got, yeah, I'm getting in there. Uh, so my options were Settlement and Good NPC. Uh, I'm going with Settlement. Uh, it's it's a town, you know? It's okay, a, that's yeah, a good place. There we go. <laughs> uh, it's a, and it, so it, what? <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice little town. Everyone, you know, other, other towns in the region, they've been having a bit of a tough time lately, but this town, it's going strong, and nobody there seems to be aware of the fact that it's because there are these little sprite gremlin things that are making things work in the background. I see. Okay. Yeah. 
Tully. So I'm going to be looking at a, a secret group. I'm going to depart a little bit from our high fantasy setting that we tend to stick to. I'm going to look more at a uh, a steampunk or um, whatever a science magic sure. setting, so sci-fi. Yeah, a little bit more gadgetry. Um, and so this is you come across a uh, a tinkerer in a shop full of clocks and watches and um, things, uh, clockwork uh, devices that all seem to be working but they don't appear to be working the way they should it just comes across as a little odd okay i go in this place i buy a clock what's odd about it uh it runs backwards and well, then why every- did i buy it <laughs> you would think you would have noticed why were you such a hasty why are you purchasing so hasty but every time that you were uh, watch <laughs> have a clock it was just like i don't know if i need to rush right now i don't, know. I don't have time to check just give it to me give it to me uh, but every time that you go to look at it, it points in the direction of north. It changes its way back yeah, and points right. north. Interesting. It, it works, just not as a clock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So we have the the weird gadget shop. We have the worker gremlins, and we have the dust motes. Uh, let's go back to the worker gremlins. I would like to sure. see where this uh, this turns. So, um, a member of your party who's uh, again, I always do that. Like the member of your party, <laughs> um, who's a bit more in touch, like either more perceptive or maybe more in touch with the world around them. Um, maybe maybe it's a rogue who spots one of them out of the corner of the eye. Maybe it's a druid who is like in tune with with the ebb and flow of the of the region. They come into contact with one of the gremlins. Uh, they don't like being called gremlins, by the way. They they, they they prefer to just be called the small folk, something like that. Okay, something, yeah, something yeah. cute and simple. Uh, and the gidgies. Yeah, if we want to continue like skirting the copyright. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so they uh, you know make contact with them, and basically they have been in this area. There's like a community of them have been in this area for for longer than human settlement. And human settlement, it's been here for a long time. This is actually a very old town. And basically, uh, when the when people when this area was being colonized, they the the settlers uh, they they chose this region because these small folk were here. Like they they believed that they would be beneficial to the town's ongoing like not everyone was able to properly perceive them because mm. of because the magic but they wanted that they wanted to like take advantage a little bit you know of this of these magical beings um, so if the, they've been around for so long and they've kind of they've kind of affected each other in so is the the town the settlement itself is it kind of set up in a way that gives these things their time in the city so is it is it kind of like a tradition that everyone has to be in their homes i was gonna get to that. okay well so, sorry i sorry, keep, but <laughs> keep like, jumping ahead. yeah so basically an, an, an agreement and a, a, a not quite even agreement between the settlers and the small folk was was reached where they would uh they would maintain things and they would use some of their some of their strange and unique magics to bring prosperity to the town and in exchange, they wouldn't be wiped out. Sure, because yeah, yeah. because colonialism <laughs> is that that that's the the fair and neat little agreement that they got out of that bargain. But it was so long ago that the people of the town don't know about it. Right. But, but being magical like fey creatures, 
they they are still bound to this agreement. Yeah. They even if most of, even if no one in the town like every now and again someone will say like I swear I saw something over there, but most people can't perceive them. They and don't don't know that they are that the gremlins are helping the town. They are bound to continue weaving their magics and benefiting the town. Awesome. Okay, so what are we calling this town? Oh, I suppose it's the town, isn't it? Um, the- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Just, uh, Hillock. Hillock. The town of Hillock. Yeah, but it was founded because it was, yeah, it was, a, it was originally like a fairy, a fairy mound or a fa- like a hillock. Yeah. And uh, it was just like, oh, yeah. And then, and then it became a town. That would be a mighty fine hillock to put a house upon. Who else lives there? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's go back to Tully with his uh, cabinet of curiosities. Excellent. So um, you've been examining this, this clock that you've bought, seemingly for, for no reason whatsoever. Not I'm going to return it. it. So you've, you've come back and you've returned it. And uh, as you speak to the, the shopkeep, the tinkerer, um, it starts working. Exactly as, as you'd hoped. It's it's ticking correctly, and you take it away, and it starts ticking backwards, and you take it forward, and it starts working. And uh, this is the part trickery. You, this is this is the part where you decide to destroy or dismantle said clock. Sure, I wouldn't go that far like that quickly, but let's let's say that I'm a D and D player. Yeah, <laughs> and I definitely would go that far that quickly. And. Um, that is when you discover inside a small, small grey enchantment, seemingly humanoid, that pops up, disappears in a puff of smoke. Oh! And the shop come back. The, t- the tinkerer um, tell, uh, tells you that uh, this is uh, that uh, that it was by choice that it, that they called you here, and that they have something to show you, and uh, brings you all over to an old grandfather clock, and uh, charges up a small magnet and points it north and as the clock's hands move north it opens up and reveals a staircase well I'm not going to go down just a random staircase in a creepy shop owner's shop sorry imagine you're playing d- yeah sorry are you a D&D player <laughs> I push yeah. him down the stairs <laughs> yeah okay my wand of secret doors actually already pointed out to me and I've just been like pouring at it this whole time <laughs> <laughs> this, this thing never gets me anything I've got to burn this out Alright, well let's head back to Darcy uh, So my dust moats uh, So the very first time that you open the jar They'll run to the nearest mechanical object Let's say that probably you've, you're, in a, you're, in a, you're in a situation where they can only The only way out is through using the, the, the jar So the very first time you use it They scurry on over, they activate some sort of mechanism You had no idea how the mechanism worked But they did it themselves um, and then upon, you know, searching the jar, reading some words, you find the words to stop the activation, which is uh, finite mechanis. Sure. They quickly return. But as they return, you see that the dust motes are swollen. Uh, they are a little bit more clumsy as they make their way back. And the mechanical device which they've inhabited is perfectly clean. It's working finer than it's ever worked before as they slip back into the jar. I want this jar. 
Mm. Your clock could learn a lot of lessons from this job. <laughs> it could. It absolutely could. Um, should I? Can I slip into my um, reveal? Oh, slip on. Uh, slip into something more comfortable for us. Firstly, I would like a name for the pot. Oh, um, oh, the dust mites. What do what we call it? The pot of <laughs> uh, a jar of dirt. <laughs> it's a jar of dirt. Um, oh, uh, it's finite. Oh. I don't know. Let's call it the spell finite mechanis. Okay, sure. Yeah, well, yeah, let's go straight into your prestige. My prestige is that these workers obviously have a desire, and the desire is to be in the most complex mechanical devices they can find. Um, they're okay as you begin using them. They'll turn on a light or activate a machine, but when you find something truly worthwhile, so some sort of large mechanical device... Like a locomotive? Yeah, or a locomotive. Then when you say, uh, what is it, finite mechanis... They won't come back. And they'll, in fact, use the device to stop you from putting them back in that jar. They will destroy the jar at all costs so that they can continue to inhabit this um, locomotive or machine or what have, whatever, whatever it is. And I think that the, the nice. pot itself, when you if, if you manage to defeat the mites and... Sorry, the boats and keep the jar, perhaps the jar is... It goes into some sort of complex mechanical device which is why they keep coming back this is more interesting than uh, simple lever right and but so that's why it's co- it's decorated in the way that it is because it's a very complex piece of machinery yeah interesting that's really fun mm. I like that and I also like the inbuilt ability to take it away from your players mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright well uh, shall we head back to to Dom's Hillock mm. yeah so the uh the, the, these are these are more fairies than gremlins. Like I'm intentionally going for like a fairy fort sort of thing. Um, so y- the the party discovers this unfair bargain that the fairies have like been forced into and like still uh, having to deal with. And if they're a, like the if they're a good party, maybe they'll want to you know help just because they're good people. But also maybe the if the, maybe if they need a little something something, the fairies can also promise them something in return yeah. uh, because they would be bound to that. Let's make a fairy deal. Exactly. Nothing you, goes wrong with fairy deals. Well, in this case, like the, it's it's gone wrong for the fairies themselves in the past. So maybe they'll just like be desperate enough to get out of this deal that they'll actually give you a, a good deal in return if it benefits them, like in in the long term. Because yeah, you know they've been yeah, bound yeah. to the, they've been bound to this deal for millennia, perhaps. Um, so yeah, you could um, the party could work to negotiate between the town and the fairies, which. They come across as crazy people for a little while, unless they have a way to. Um, they have magic users who could reveal the fairies, or if they have other, like if they've got like really clever members of the party, that sort of thing. Or they could, if the if they've already, you know, if as always seems to be the case in games I play, and they've already run up the wrong, you know, roads with this town and hate everyone in this town and are hated in return. Maybe they could force the town in the, yeah. to, in some way. It's just like a <laughs> hey. There are some fairies living in the in your town, and you're going to be real fucking nice to them from now on. <laughs> you're going to leave them food mm. and shiny things. Yeah, exactly. I really kind of like this idea that in this rather prosperous and kind of built up little town, right in the center, there's the a fairy the mound. Hill, yeah. There, well, there's on, on what is a little mound is kind of very old but well built. Uh, like wood cabins and whatever mm. because whenever anyone tries to tear them down to build up something else overnight that wood cabin comes back mm. Mm. 
and so that that's that could be a clue that that, yeah, that sure, there that, is that, a, that's a like, that's the that's the yeah the town sort yeah of thing, yeah so that that is the original hillock that they're preserving because yeah. that's part of their deal yeah yeah that could be fun yeah and I also like the idea that like maybe if there's a Maybe if the party are a bit more jerky, they could, you know, hey, all of, all of you fairies, you're free now, except one who's come with us. Mm. <laughs> is an idea. It's just like they get a little fairy in a jar sort of situation going on. Oh, I think about it. Because, yeah, it's kind of, a, it's kind of a, a fun sort of where, where this hook leads to is a position where a party has the opportunity to make a fairy deal that's really quite certainly in their favour and not going to backfire on them and see where yeah, they yeah. go with that. Interesting. I like it. I like it a lot. Let's head back to Tully for your prestige. Excellent. Now, did you name yours before? Aha, so this is where, where we're going, is Gremlin Populi. Gremlin Populi. Now, please, continue. Uh, staircase, so- I've pushed him down. He's fallen down the staircase, horribly injured. Horribly, horribly injured. Oh dear! <laughs> this is not a good introduction to the Gremlin Populi. Um, so you make your way down the stairs yourself, uh, following a badly bruised Tinkerer, <laughs> um, and you find a group of people, similarly decked out. They have their tools of the trade together. Some are wearing goggles. Some uh, appear to be uh, blackened with ash. Some uh, appear to be just regular folk. Um, all of them appear to be commoners. Then they're, they're not. The, uh, the rich folk they are everyday people and this is the gremlin populi so is uh, it like a little town down the staircase or is it this like is a, a meeting meeting hall oh I see yes Ooh. the meeting hall of the gremlin populi who are a group devoted simply to entertaining themselves by uh, messing with the gadgetry of the rich folk that is this is their entertainment and this is why they've called you here is they need to pull off a spectacular prank. Oh, nice! And they need you to get right into the home of the uh, of the upper classes <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to sow the seeds of uh, of their entertainment. I want a great glass clock prepared for my <laughs> niece's birthday. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's fun. That's a <laughs> yeah. A little bit of uh, low stakes heist. Mm, yeah. Great. And now I'm guilty for I feel guilty for pushing the tinkerer down the stairs. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to talk your way back around after that. I I'd tripped. <laughs> I feel yeah, like they're him. fairly yeah. good-natured about it. Hopefully, <laughs> they're hopefully the staircase wasn't too long. They're, they're pranksters. They get it. Yeah. They get it. They get it. <laughs> they get it. Okay, so we have the Gremlin Populi. We have the Mechanicus. I've decided it's going to be called the Mechanicus, which is why it's Finite Mechanicus. The Mechanicus, and we had the Township of Hillock. What a charming name. What a charming name. So, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to reach out, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Instagram and on Twitter. If you have some art that you think we could use instead of uh, Magic the Gathering cards, feel free to send that through. We would love to hear from you. That'd be cool. That would be cool. That'd be excellent. Also, let us know that people are listening. Listening. Woo. You can also uh, you can also send us an email at hooked.podcast at gmail.com. And, of course, we are released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Non-Derivatives 4.0 International License, which means that you can redistribute and share the material in any medium or format you want. But if you're going to use it for commercial purposes, just ask us first. So thank you very much to Dom. You're welcome. 
Thank you very much, Darcy. Goodbye. Oh no, he fell down a well. It was a staircase. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you very much, Tully. Thank you very much. If you'd like more of me, I'm available on Dungeon Deep Dive. I'm sure you know the details already. Hopefully they do. Until next time, keep playing games, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.